0: Hello everyone, I'm Tidi Maguire and this is Art as Culture. Welcome to Art as Culture. Tidi, how are you feeling? I'm feeling
1: good, I think. Kay.
0: How are you feeling,
1: Amu? I'm not feeling too shabby. Thank you so much for asking. Okay. I'm so excited to have you. I'm excited to be here. And I hope you can just relax. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have a good time. Just to break the ice, I'd like to ask you to choose a number between one and five.
0: Three.
1: Your favorite primary school memory?
0: Hectic. Favorite primary? I don't have a favorite primary school memory. I didn't have friends. Oh, I had friends in primary school, but like people didn't really like me. Oh, hectic? Yeah, because I talked too much. Oh. And uh, I had a sister. Well, Older. I had a sister. Yeah. Yes. And I always like tattled. So not think of anything. You didn't have
1: a crush? Nothing? No. That is wild. What's my
0: favourite high school? I think the chocolate cake.
1: Primary On school. On
0: Entrepreneurs Day, yes.
1: Okay. So you guys like brought nice things? Yeah. And then, would you consider yourself an entrepreneur? No. Not at all? <laughs> not at all. What do you do?
0: I am an attorney, so I'm a legal advisor at a financial institution. I specialize in property. Nice,
1: that's so official. (laughs) And so how do you feed your
0: creative inkling? Um, So I read a lot, and I write a lot, but a lot of, so I've channeled my writing into theater review, reviewing, Mm -hmm. theater reviews, because like everyone else I used to write poetry and when (laughs) I read it back I cringed. (laughs) (laughs) Can you recite some of your poetry Like no. one poem, one No It's literally I. It's like You know when you put things down And it's coming from like Your soul But like the darkness of your right. soul Yes So I, I can't remember any of it yeah. I promise you I can't uh, But So I would write like some Really silly stuff and I can tell that they're very dark because when I read them when I'm not in a dark space, I'm like, what the hell? What was going through your mind? Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so I've channeled my writing into reviewing, and yeah, and it's working out actually. I haven't written in a very long time. Yeah. Uh, apart from academic writing, obviously. Of course. But yeah. So.
1: So you've mentioned two key points. You used to talk a lot when you were in primary school and nobody liked you because of that? Yeah. And you're doing theatre reviews. Yes. And I have you here because you are starting your own podcast. Oh, you've started your own podcast. Yes. So first of all, shout-outs to you for starting. Hmm? (laughs) Thank you. Right? For blazing the trail. (laughs) Um, How is that going? What's the name of
0: your podcast? How is it going? Um, Tell me more. um, So the name of my podcast is Theatrix and it's basically linked to well the brand is Theatrix. Um, I've got um, an Instagram page for it, Facebook page and a blog. I've recently started a blog as well. So that's
1: where you channel your writing. Yes,
0: so that's where I channel my writing mm-hmm. and on the Instagram page, but the Instagram page was I found a bit too limiting uh-huh. and frustrating because of the editing. Right. Yeah. The editing of the images? No, not the images. The the you know when you type on Instagram you can't separate the paragraphs properly or maybe un- The captions. Yeah the captions. Girl, type enter. I've been entering I and enter then? Like ten times. And then the paragraph comes right under the next one. So that was your biggest problem with yes, having it irritating <laughs> and I had to <laughs> And I had to like use Punctuation, yeah, to separate the paragraphs, yeah, and it looks like untidy and I don't like it, yeah. So on Instagram, I'm gonna it's just gonna be like snippets and whatnot, and then the blog is where I'll write, right? Yeah, um, so my podcast yeah. is also theatrics, and what is the next? Well, question? what
1: inspired theatrics? Um, why did you feel like you needed to review shows?
0: Okay, so. Theatrics, I don't know how theatrics started, to be quite honest. It literally happened to me. Um, so, the I went to watch a show. So, I've been watching shows, but last year when I started with my part-time acting course, um, I was obviously, I wanted to immerse myself in the space and everything. So, i watched like a lot of shows. And, like it wasn't enough to just talk about them, you know. And the one time I watched a show called Baba by teresa billy and Zika, i think and i was shook i was shook you were affected yeah and then i was like you know what let me i i need to put i need to pen this and i just i i started writing i think it was in my notes and i and i just wrote about it and i went and i read it and i was like oh my god this is great right so then i put it on instagram her so page theatrics and i put it on instagram but I didn't follow anyone because I. I it's not. So, it's not something that I wanted to. I, I. I don't think I thought about it that much. Like I. It literally happened to me. Aren't
1: those the best moments though? Like when you just feel something so much and you do something about it, as yeah. opposed to feeling and thinking and. you yes, know I exactly. think some of the best moments, or like some of the best things, come from just doing just something. Just doing. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah.
0: And yeah, and then I reviewed that and then I, I, I gained confidence eventually and mm-hmm. then I started following people and then I started like paying attention and, you know, making it nice. When you nice, say paying,
1: oh, paying attention to, to the page, the detail. To
0: the detail on the page and also like, you know, like not just using it as an outlet in the Abbas, so it was like now a real thing and... I had to, like, welcome people's criticism and awe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious to find out, like, when did you make the leap from, like, a corporate job to feeding your creative inkling?
0: Okay. So, um, I think I wanted to study drama when I was supposed to apply for school. But because I'm a, like, like, I'm I'm old. I'm old-ish. <laughs> I'm old-ish. So, um, I already knew. I didn't. I don't think I even spoke to my parents about it. I already knew that I had to do like, you know, uh, like I have to go into a professional right. career or whatever. Right. So then, um, everyone, and also even law. Like, I think, I, I don't think I personally wanted to be a lawyer. I think it was, I was... Groomed or conditioned into being a lawyer because everyone used to say you talk too much, you should be a lawyer. You saw this and that, whatever. And then up girl was like, okay, I'm gonna be a lawyer, but I do like it. So thank you to all those people. Anyway, um and then so I studied law, did everything, and then in like when I was done with my articles, I was, I hit a slump. I was like, I can't do this. I remember sitting down with my dad, and I was like, I, c- I can't do this. I'd found out about the market theatre though because um there was an interview with terry peto and she said that she was trained in the market i was like oh my god you know and then I, I started researching and i was like okay so there's this thing and then i told my dad that i can't do this like i'm 20 i think i'm 23 at the time i was like i'm 23 and if i'm gonna work until i'm 60 i can't work in this field especially not the time for me so, um, yeah, and then, yeah, and then my dad was like, and I, I and I said to my dad, I was like, Listen, the only thing I'm gonna ask you to do for me is pay my car off, yeah, and I'll live at home, and I'll travel to Joburg every day, and I'll go and be a full time student, and my dad was like, stressed, obviously, um, and a week later, I got a job in Joburg. And I changed companies and I liked it there, and I moved to Joburg because so I'm originally from Pretoria. moved to Joburg, met people, whatever, whatever, and um, a friend of mine, friend, who's now my friend, was also at the lab doing a part-time course, and I had been telling her that I wanted to do this thing. And um, she forced me to come to grad, and I saw it, and I was like, okay, I can definitely do this, And I enrolled so that's how the leap happened so now i get the best of both worlds and then i changed jobs again and now i'm in like the job of my dream yeah and i'm doing what i like so now i can do both okay yeah
1: so you're a part-time creative part-time corporate We, oh, have,
0: we have the same 24 hours. I'm a, I'm just, a full-time... I'm, I'm just wondering... I'm a full-time creative and a full-time lawyer. Because, Come on, because your brain does not sleep.
1: Right. Yes. I'm just wondering, like, have you ever gotten to a point where you were like, um, I feel like I'm a sellout just because I'm not fully in to the whole acting thing or whatever the case may be because i know for example i'm only saying this because i had a a time Mm -hmm. where i felt like i needed i was i was getting job opportunities real job opportunities and i started to feel like oh my god if i take these jobs and if i have money and if i can sustain myself (laughs) i'm not a real artist (laughs) because when i'm an artist i need to struggle you know yeah so (laughs) do you ever feel like um I don't know do you ever feel like you
0: need to live up to a certain standard not at all particularly because you have the best of both worlds not at all i think i would have felt like that if i was still in practice so uh so because i moved to corporate um it's better the time it's more flexible so i can juggle both and i mean i don't I don't feel bad for it at all. I actually think it's a good thing because that means that I can also like help other artists. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And that's actually what I'm trying to work, work towards to try and like speak to these people in these corporates and get like funding mm. for artists and other stuff. So I don't, I don't really feel bad. But I, I know the chats in the street and stuff. But I don't care about any of that. So, yeah, I mean, it's helped me. I think, I mean, if I mm. didn't have my corporate job, I probably wouldn't have studied part-time. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't be mm-hmm. able to do the things that I do yeah. right now. Yeah. So because of that, I'm able to also immerse myself in the arts. Right. So no, I don't. I love that. Yeah. And
1: I love that you're being mm-hmm. honest about having the best of both worlds. I am um, I just want to find out from you, like, what is your take on the local creative industry The whole industry? Whatever industry That you have an opinion <laughs> on I'd like to know what it is
0: What is my take? Yeah, Yo, I think there's too much Red tape mm. So I'm going to speak from the theatre I mean I haven't even been in this place for that long I think it's been a year now Yeah. And just From that angle There's way too much red tape mm. And there's way too much othering so there's always this VET students versus market, market lab, lab students, students yeah. and then there's part-time students versus full-time, full-time students yeah. so it never ends. Yeah. It never ends and I think that we're too focused on trying to box people mm. that we don't even take the time to actually mm. understand what they are about, what they can bring to the table and how we can benefit from that. So I just think there's just, we are too focused on the wrong things, and I'm including myself in that, mm-hmm. because um, it's very easy to fall into that trap, and I've fell into that into that trap before, and I'm also, now, I've gotten to a point now after the part-time thing, and I think obviously now that I'm done with the part-time acting, I don't care about like the talks anymore, but it was being in the space, and Seeing the, seeing the treatment, the difference in treatment and whatnot is obviously something that got to me. But I'm also trying not to be apologetic about the fact that um, I, I had to do part time or I chose to do part time. Um, so, yeah, I just think we're too worried about the wrong things, bottom um, line.
1: Do you think then that pursuing a career in the arts is sustainable? Do you think being an artist
0: is sustainable? I don't think it is. And not because the arts is not a sustainable industry, but because we are artists in South Africa. So there's a lot of obviously corruptions and corruption and other stuff. You know, there's yeah. So so
1: who's at? I I hate to do the blame shifting thing, but who do you think has the most responsibility? Because you're saying that you don't think that the industry is not sustainable. So. So where is the issue then? If the industry is self-sustaining, if the art or the creative Mm -hmm. industry is self-sustaining, then where is the issue? And why is it that we still have terms like struggling artists? We still have...
0: I mean, the issue has to be (laughs) whoever is in charge of the coffers. (laughs) i
1: love how we're just like you know trying to make sure we don't drop names
0: (laughs) like i said i've only been here for like a year and i'm also starting to like realize things because i'm obviously very like naive and i'll go and i'll be like well why can't we go to so and so and ask and people are like no it doesn't work like that Mm. you know what i mean so um whoever's in charge of the coffers and obviously there's like different people so it can be like Government departments, or it can be people that are given, for lack of a better word, a tender, Mm. you know, to do certain things, to provide certain, you know, to resources. Yeah, resources. And, sorry, um, and they are the people that, I mean, people are are greedy. Yeah. And it's obviously got like, it's a historical issue. Yeah. And I think that is where the problem is because if you look at the work is there
1: the work oh my god the The work work is there there.
0: and the actors the artists are there but the money isn't there but the money is
1: there Mm. i love that yeah the money isn't there but the money is there yeah
0: yeah
1: exclusive to art as culture um (laughs) (laughs) how did you respond to um I forgot her name. This is so embarrassing. The open letter that was written by one of South Africa's Vatiswa. Yeah. Yes. How did you feel about that? And, I mean, what are your thoughts on production companies?
0: Yeah, I mean, that letter was... It was quite heavy. Yeah, it was heavy. It mm. was, I... Like, you know, you read and then you're like, okay... Mm. Yeah, Um. it was... I, I mean, it's very honest. It's very... It was very crude. Very, yeah... And I like that she did it that way um, because I think it's time that people like catch a wake-up call. Like even people that are not in the arts, and especially people that are not in the arts. Because I think it's Lebemashilo who said that, um, paraphrasing, that people have the perception. I think that professional careers or whatever are for intelligent people in the arts. Right. Yeah. Something she said something like that. Um, and I think the overall treatment, because I also followed it on Twitter. Yeah. And people, the opinions that people had about that letter, Mara, like, who the hell does she How think she dare is? she
1: demand so much yes, money exactly. as if artists are not supposed to know their
0: worth. Right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so I, I actually liked the honesty of the letter and I, I liked how raw it was. Uh, and production companies. Shocking. Yeah.
1: (laughs) What do you think Like, are some of the ways then that artists and creatives can reach out to Mm. spaces that aren't necessarily made for them? Like corporate companies, how do we speak their language? Mm. Do we even need corporates? What do we need Mm. them for? I mean, what do you Mm. think is the need? Is there a need for art outside Mm. of artistic spaces?
0: Absolutely absolutely i usually tell my friends that um the arts saved my life last year literally <laughs> saved yeah. my life uh, and also so i draft a lot of agreements um in my job in my corporate job and it's because of my engagement in the arts the level of drafting my, my drafting has gotten so much better and and I it's it's important it's important we are not like I don't know how to say this but like we are not just intelligent people or whatever but I mean also artists are intelligent I don't know how to say this what mm. I'm trying to say is okay so I'm not just a lawyer and therefore gonna use a certain part of my brain I need to exercise my entire brain. Right. So that everything else works better. Right. And because for me personally, because I've been engaging in the arts, my
1: approach my
0: approach is yes, exactly. My approach is a lot better. I'm a lot calmer, less anxious and I draft better I'm a I'm a better drafter for it. Mm. Um so yeah, I think I don't know if we need okay, well, we need corporates only because The money is there, but it isn't. Mm. So, (laughs) (laughs) love that. (laughs) That's the only reason we need corporates. But I don't think that the arts need corporate to survive. Well, we need it to survive right now. But, like, if we go back to the arts as a sustainable industry on its own, we don't actually need corporates.
1: I'm sorry, I'm getting, I'm still getting goosebumps off of what you just said right now. And I think that's so profound about how every unit or every um, environment functions as a whole. And so to only neglect or focus on certain parts of that unit, neglect so much more Mm about it right so I'm just gonna use you as an example I mean you're a multifaceted woman Mm -hmm. and to only exercise your intellectual capacity means that your creative capacity is is not being exercised your your spiritual capacity is not being activated so I love that you just speak to a more wholesome um, approach to life Mm. and I feel like even corporate companies would have a better working culture, working environments, yes. if there was a consciousness or an awareness of what is happening outside the corporate company. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I absolutely love that you just said that, um, sorry, just <laughs> waiting off of my goosebumps. Um, so how, how does all of this tie into your podcast? <sighs> okay. So I'm going to be I'm going to be like very um mean. Mm-hmm. For the lack of a better word. Wow, I need to work on my vocabulary. <laughs> why do you think your podcast is relevant in 2020? Why do you think it's relevant for us to listen to a podcast about local theater?
0: I mean, firstly, it's shocking how people that are not in the theater space have no clue what's happening in the theater space. So that's what it's It's important, and uh, yeah, for me it's like too very informative. It had like I need to inform people about the arts, and also just educate. And 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 the thing with the arts is that like for me, theatre specifically, why I like theatre is because the um, plays are usually it's 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 once off and it's done. Mm. And what I mean about that is unlike uh, a series. Uh, That carries on for long Or a soapy that carries on for long um, Stuff gets lost in translation Whereas in the theatre space You really need to Give it all now And that's very important for me Because that's the best way to educate a person Mm. Instead of like If you watch things like I'm going to speak for myself Because I have a very Embarrassing concentration span (sighs) So (laughs) so <laughs> because of that, um, yeah, I think, I, I mean, the relevance is relevant because it's informative, informing people about what's happening in the theatre space, and also, like, to entice people because,
1: I mean, are people still going to the theatre?
0: People are, but the people that are going to the theatre are theatre makers. True. Exactly. So how do we,
1: how do we, how do we move past that?
0: Yeah. So okay. So for me, why I think it's going to be a lot easier, or why I think it's more important for me to have this podcast, is because I can also appeal to the people that are already in my circle that mm. are not in the theatre space. And it's very different if you were to come, for example, to a friend of mine and say, "Hi, listen, I'm in the theatre space. This is what I'm trying to do." Sure, they'll listen, maybe to be polite. But it's I think it's different if it's coming from me because. They also experience me in the legal space. So they want to listen, be interested. So it's really- So it's like you're an ally. I'm an ally. Of you somehow. know what I mean? Yes. You're an
1: ally because you're, you're like, you're here and there. Yes. I also just want to say real quick that I think um, it's important that I acknowledge that your opinion is so much different from every other artist because you're coming in with an objective Point of view only because you come from corporate, mm-hmm. so your point of view is so much different from someone who's been been yeah. in the space. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think there's value in that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I also think so because, I mean, if I if if I had to, so initially I wanted to do um, a YouTube cha- a YouTube channel
1: mm-hmm.
0: about like the law mm-hmm. because I. I'm I i I'm also quite like an academic And I like teaching and whatnot. But I just couldn't Like I never got around to it I just couldn't do it And I think that's the reason Like when I So in the law I feel like I can make my contribution And But I do also think that It's again preaching to the choir, the choir. Because I'll be doing it for lawyers And, and that's not going to serve anyone So Um I think that if I had to do something like this in the legal space, it would it would it would become completely different. It wouldn't be as valuable, and that's what you're saying. So it would be subjective, versus when I'm coming from because in the arts I'm almost as like coming in. You're a newborn
1: baby. Newborn baby you know, you're excited, hungry to learn. To, you know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly, yeah.
0: Yeah. And in the law, I'm already tired because. Of everything else. I haven't seen enough. And I yeah. haven't heard enough in the arts. And that's why I'm still... i am yeah. still
1: got power. I love that so much. What can we look forward to? When are you going to drop <laughs> first episode of this podcast? The
0: first episode is actually coming pretty soon. I hope in a week.
1: Mm-hmm. What is it? Have you been
0: watching anything recently? I watched, yes. Last night I watched um, Kings of the World. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Yeah, so I'm going to do a review about that and as soon as I've done it, so I'm going to commit to a week of blogging about kings of the world and also posting on Instagram and after the review I'll just have a sit down with one of the performers and we'll
1: have a part. we'll have yeah. an episode. What would you say to someone whose parents disapprove of them wanting to pursue a career in the
0: arts? Oh, that's difficult. It's difficult because family dynamics are difficult, but I definitely I'd encourage them to push, especially for full time. But if they can't, they must definitely stick around in the arts and do it part time and also just like research, you know, like identify a person that you can sort of like learn from and, you know, bounce ideas yeah bounce, pop, bounce yeah. ideas from and um, yeah definitely st- like push obviously push like push all of those boundaries like yeah. if you really can't if your parents say you need to go into like a professional career or whatever then do it but then afterwards come back to the arts yeah.
1: I'm gonna throw in um, a little plot twist
0: mm-hmm.
1: what would you say to the parents who are disapproving of their children pursuing a career in the arts Yeah, that's,
0: that's actually that's easier That's easy?! Yeah, that's actually easier for me than to the child because the child doesn't, I mean so to the parents I'd definitely be like listen obviously highlights like things like the holistic approach and also just like let people live
1: Okay, so what you're doing is that you're you're being very academic about it
0: Okay, okay. So no, I want you no, to no. I want you I want
1: you to channel a character, and I want you to talk to me like I'm a mama who just said, okay. "Oh, but I was a music how is How was he acting? How was the music? more.:
0: Okay. And action. I oh, know. <laughs> wow, it's a, you're putting me on the spot. No, but mama, like, I I music. Um, and then when I muli bisha and like, you need maybe have timeline say I um, move in two years if I'm not seeing any results and obviously you guys can decide what results are and and that must move for both of you um, then you must move it before it
1: gets Mama, too far. Maratiri, high school we'll primary school? go
0: to go to go to corporate? <laughs> hey, Bonang, Bonang,
1: Bonang, Bo, Kewang, Bo, Bo, Baba Repangba, Have you not chalete? Hey,
0: Have you not chalete? But but, you have a lot. You have a lot of lawyers that is not chalete. You have a lot of lawyers that are barely making it, and you have lawyers that are middle class.
1: Yeah, I think that's the key though. Is that there's just like the spotlight on on artists like they're the only people in the world who can be broke, when literally like. You guys are in debt. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. And I
0: think people that are in debt are more broke than people that. That don't have that, money. That don't have money because you have money, but it's like not your money. So yeah. you actually don't have money. Even West, you're like on a deficit. Yeah. So yeah. So I, I don't know. I have very liberal parents. Yeah. And that's why I say speaking to the parents is a lot easier because then I can actually like you know, like almost take out my brain and explain to them how I see it versus trying to explain to a child who's already scared and then they have to go and convey the message to their parents And it's, yeah, but uh, my parents have always listened to what I had to say I don't actually know if they agreed or disagreed with half the things that I did but they were always very encouraging Supported, and yeah. supportive of the things that I wanted to do, and if they couldn't do it, they would like tell me that listen, Mohona rufeliz. Yeah. And I had to understand. I mean, I was a child, um, and you get disappointed. So sometimes it's like, oh, it sucks, and you hate your parents and blah blah blah. But afterwards, you like get over it. And so for me, in hindsight, I've like my parents have been very supportive of the things, and I think that comes from them being like educators and having to deal with like a lot of different children Mm. because my sister and I are very different Mm. and they handle us as individuals Mm. so I think I've been very fortunate in that regard and yeah I love that
1: thank you so much for your time thank you so much for your honesty and thank you for choosing to feed what comes naturally to you you do talk a lot (laughs) (laughs) and you did not have to do law but I am proud of you for having chosen to go after what you want to do and as nerve-wracking as it is and as nervous as you may be you're doing it Yeah. so I see you just to close things off real quick I want you to give me the first thing that comes to mind when I say this word okay first thing that comes to mind don't think about it too much okay Generations. (laughs) (laughs) Generations. <laughs> <laughs> Coronavirus. You
0: culture 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 <laughs>
1: I'm blank Oh my god that's not culture. the best place to start.
0: When I think of culture culture art I see a lot of things that You're only saying that because
1: of the name of my I, podcast. I'm not
0: at all. You're I, buying things. Amu, I promise you I'm not. Literally, I, you know, and the reason I realize this is because I'm seeing a lot of things. So when you said culture, I saw a play, a particular play. But,
1: and the thing is, I can't,
0: I, I thought, well, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm mm. thinking culture. I, with culture, I would have thought like... that's also
1: fine i just wanted the first
0: thing on your mind but you're
1: thinking now
0: now i'm thinking but when i said art i wasn't okay i wasn't so your name is cd Magoya,
1: and the art is the culture